Hello and welcome back. My name is Dr. Christopher Gennari. This is Great Big History Podcast. And in this episode, we look at the Disney princess and feminism. How the Disney princess represented women from 1951 to 2017. And the thing you should know, though Disney gets a lot of flack for being retrograde, is that actually the representation of women princesses in Disney actually went with the time. They were representative of women or of feminism at the time. In 1951, Cinderella is a worker. Women were workers. Especially middle class and poor women worked. And so Cinderella is a worker. In 1991, Belle from Beauty and the Beast is a reader. She's a knower. She's active in her life. She wants things. Representing second wave feminism. The idea of having a partner. Of being intellectually independent. And in 2017, by 2017, with the new group of princesses uh, from Moana to Rapunzel to even uh, Anna and Elsa, we get the Pathfinder. They're going to make their own ways. They're going to lead their own lives. So let's look at 1950s feminism. Aurora, Sleeping Beauty. Aurora and Cinderella are looking for companion marriage. The love plus domesticity. The idea that marriage is a better life. And that was innovative in the 50s. The idea that you're looking for a partner. That the man who you married is in an escape. And you're looking for safety and security. Someone who will love you. Someone who will care for you. That's innovative for the 50s. Even in the 1970s, people didn't date for long periods of time. Everyone I know of my parents' generation got married within three to four months of meeting the person that they would marry. Now think about how long you've dated people. And yet, all of these people will be married, happily or unhappily, for 20, 30, 40 years. Or they'll also be the first generation to get divorced as well. But they also got married quickly. And that's in the 70s, much less in the 1950s. So the idea was marriage is a better life. And so you wanted to get into it. Marriage was adulthood for women. Love plus domesticity, which was innovative. The 1990s feminism is about adventure. Life beyond domesticity. Beyond being a daughter or being the town girl. Belle literally has a song in which she talks about the great wide somewhere. Yes, they still get married. But the idea is they choose companionship marriage. 
they choose the people they want to be married to. Bill chooses Adam slash the beast. Ariel chooses Ed- Eric. And so their marriages are even more equal than before. The 2009 plus is self-directed women. They are finding a life of their own choosing. They even save men as opposed to being saved by them. And even the princes become fuller characters. Yes, Prince Charming shows up in Snow White. Who is he? Why does he matter? He's a pretty boy. Yes. But he has no soul. He has no personage. He has no character. You don't know anything that he wants. It's not his story. Meanwhile, Flynn Rider or Kristoff from Frozen, Naveen from uh, The Princess and the Frog or Maui are all in need of help. They're on their own life journeys. But Maui is a perfect example of this. He needs assistance. Flynn Rider is self-centered and selfish. And Rapunzel is going to show him what living for other people, what being generous can do. And so these are self-directed women who are making life of the lives of their own choosing, and they're saving the men around them as much as being saved by them. So we have an empowered feminism, third-wave feminism. Sometimes, like with Elsa, you don't even need a man. You only need love. And the idea is that Disney princesses reflect the American status regarding gender. They're not innovative. But they're not retrograde either. We have not had a lesbian princess yet as of 2016, 2018, excuse me. But nor is Anna or Elsa Snow White waiting for a prince to come and save them. No. So that the Disney princesses evolve and change. They're not static. Just like feminism from 1950 to 2018 changes and women's roles change. Women become more independent, less domestic. It is still heteronormative and family-orientated. Anna does want to get married in Frozen. Rapunzel does end up married. Entangled. They are still heteronormative and family-orientated. So they represent what would be considered a center-left, maybe a center-right version of the views of gender in the country at the time. So in our next uh, lecture, we are going to do adolescence. We're going to invent you people. We're going to invent teenagers. And parents are going to regret it ever since. Thank you.